0: Welcome to one last day of the Bible reading podcast here at uh, Victory Point. And, you know, one last day with Levi as my guest. And again, hey, thanks again, Levi, for being willing to do this with me today. Um, We can't do any wordle today because Levi guessed it yesterday. Uh, The word was Jonah, J-O-N-A-H. And so good job, Levi, getting it um, on the fourth try of the week. We were joking before we pushed um, record here that there's... (coughs) excuse me, that there's a lady in the Bible named Orpah. Okay. Who I think was Ruth's um, sister-in-law. And he said, if I had chosen Orpah, he never would have gotten that one. I barely got Jonah. (laughs) And I have to take a drink of water here a minute. Yes. So Levi,
1: why don't you take over reading today's Bible passage? All right. Today we got John five verses one through nine. Afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city near the sheep gate was the pool of Bethsaida with five, covered, with five colored, covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool when the waters bubbled up. Someone someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking, for this miracle happened on the Sabbath. All right.
0: John 5, verses 1 through 9. We had a little interesting uh, conversation before we push record here, because in our Bibles, if you don't, you you probably don't notice it, but it goes from verse 3. Right into verse
1: five. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't notice that until you pointed that out, actually.
0: In verse four, <clears throat> excuse me as I clear my throat here a lot. But verse four, according to scholars that, that, that look at this thing, they, a lot of the earliest manuscripts of the, of the New Testament of the, or of the book of John do not have verse four in it. Um, they think it was maybe added later to explain why all of these disabled people were at the pool. Verse four does say from time to time, an angel of the Lord would come and sit, sorry, it would come down and stir up the waters. And the first one into the pool after such a disturbance would be cured of whatever disease they had. And so, um, yeah, they think that was just added later to explain why all these disabled people were like Mm -hmm. laying around this pool area. But that was just a little interesting little tidbit there. But I, I told Levi before he pushed record that, I think I have more questions about this passage than I do like wows that come out of this passage. And one of them is like, so why did Jesus choose this guy? Because mm-hmm. I'm guessing there were like dozens of people around this pool. So why did Jesus choose him? And I don't think we have an answer okay, to that. And then what about those other dozens of people that saw this guy um, get healed? Were they jealous those are just some of my weird questions I thought yeah. of. Like, so why did Jesus choose only him? And I'm guessing that maybe there might've been some jealousy from the other people that were laying there. Like, well, how come this guy healed him, but he's not healing me again. That's not anything profound. It was just something that I wondered about.
1: Mm-hmm. How first, about you? Yeah. The first thing that stuck out to me was verse six. And when Jesus asked him, would you like to get well? And at first I'm like, well, duh, it's like, I feel like the answer to that is pretty simple. But, of course, just thinking right? about it a little more, it's probably probably a little deeper than that, and probably a little bit more spiritual than that. Where it's probably just maybe not the physical wellness, but also maybe a spiritual wellness that he's referring to. Hmm. And then maybe he notices the guy has the faith to believe, which is maybe why he chose him because the the guy, uh, um, disabled man, does believe and then gets up immediately. Yeah, right. And I think Jesus does that
0: in some of his other healings too, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like you know asked about about the forgiveness of sins exactly. and and um you know um that's what got him into trouble a lot with the yeah. with the Jewish leaders because he was forgiving people sins oh and by the way get up you know take up your mat or whatever pick up your mat and walk and Jesus he did that in some other situations too where he, yeah. like healed Being spiritually first right exactly yeah. right so that paralyzed man that came through the roof yeah Now I think uh, verse 13 was not included in this passage, but I think in verse 13 is said that the man had no idea who this really was. Mm -hmm. Um, like I just assumed he knew this was Jesus. It was like, Oh yay, Jesus, you know, of course I want to get well, but no, according to verse 13, he did not know that this was Jesus. Um, and he found out later that it was Jesus, but, um, but Jesus still healed him, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Like he had no idea who this dude was. Um, but he still healed me.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I thought that was cool of Jesus. Even though this guy didn't know who he was still healed him. Like you said, spiritually and physically.
1: Yep. I think just overall, just um, thinking about the disabled man line by the pool is it's just an interesting perspective is he's waiting for the chance to get in the pool, which is probably not a very high chance. Right. It's probably very rare. And then, um, actually being the person to get in the pool to get healed is probably even rarer yet so just the perspective of the closest to the pool has the chance of being healed whereas the healer is right in front of you I just thought that was mm. a very unique perspective
0: say, say that again
1: so um, instead of being like the closest to the pool where there's the chance of being healed like the healer was right in front of this man mm. um, who has the power to heal, like, everyone who comes mm-hmm. to them, uh, whether it's in a way they think they needed to be healed or in a way that they uh, wanted, so...
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I never thought of that before. Mm-hmm. The healer was right there, yeah. right? <laughs> but they're more focused on the pool. Because, because that's... Which, yeah, because yeah, exactly. when, when the waters start to ripple, mm-hmm. just just imagine how weird that scene would be. Like, mm-hmm. what would that have looked like? Everybody yeah. tried to rush there to be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah. crazy, but yeah i like that the healer was
1: right there which maybe their hearts weren't open so that's true like earlier yeah. this week we talked about that right yeah. yeah maybe this was the starting of the opening of their hearts so that's true yeah that's and true. it seems like it's john five so it seems like it's probably somewhat um
0: like early, early on in his yeah, yeah.
1: journey so maybe he's not trying to make such a commotion yet and right like what is this in Jerusalem yeah in Jerusalem maybe that's why it's just maybe one man and not all of them right now right so huh
0: yeah yeah the healer, the healer. <laughs> <laughs> all right um again there's not there's not do you have anything else for this particular one not this particular no no this is a it's harder to, for me anyway to pull out things out of a story yeah okay um like I said this one had more questions for me than I had like wow like Mm -hmm. wow was that was profound but what we often like to do on fridays is we like to look back over the five passages and and just see if we see any common themes that have shown up during the week or any common threads that have kind of woven themselves throughout the week and so um anything levi that you notice maybe as you look at those five things that i mean i know earlier this week we kind of connected things Mm -hmm. um already between different passages but does anything else um i don't know come to the surface for you here
1: yeah i think uh what was it in verse or i think it is in revelations we kind of just saw that um there is no temple and kind of drawing near to god you'll see his face and you'll be almost uh, i kind of used the example of like an ambassador for him mm-hmm. and then with that i think um you're gonna walk in step with the spirit so you're going to be going everywhere, which kind of connects to both Acts and the psalm where um, you're going to be spreading into the nations just because you are in that close proximity and right. relationship.
0: And speaking of being close in proximity, that was like today's passage, right? Yeah. yeah. He was like right there. Exactly. He was right there. Hmm. Just didn't know it. Right. Yeah, I, The theme I kind of noticed going through is I wrote down God at work.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, on Monday, he opened up Lydia's heart right? And that's our desire for all the people in our lives who don't know Christ yet, right? That the Lord would be at work in those people's lives. And we have to pray, right? We have to begin with prayer. Um, and then on Tuesday, we were in the Psalms, the book of Psalms, and, um, and, and and David was asking that the Lord would bless them so that all people will praise, okay? Again, God at work, you know, bless us, Lord, cause your face to shine upon us so that, you know, um, work among us so that people will see what a what a good kingdom that you are that you're a part of and then um yeah again yesterday's passage about the holy spirit you know the our advocate you know who he teaches us he reminds us of things he's he's there encouraging us you know god is at work and then today of course at the pool mm-hmm. okay god is definitely at work there and so um yeah, that that's kind of what, what my theme was for the week god at work yeah anything else
1: no i just I think kind of I had touched on it, but the Psalm 67, it's it's just cool to see how almost prophetic it was and its point in time. And it kind of really does connect to all the other passages that we touched just with um, the hands and the body of Christ actually going out and talking to all the nations. So mm-hmm. that's just
0: kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. that prophetic piece, right? Yep. Yeah, the future. Levi, would you be willing to close our time with prayer of course and uh pray for the people that are listening
1: to us today yes dear god thank you that tom and i could just sit down and go over all these verses and passages together just um learning from one another and then also just learning from your holy spirit lord i pray for just all of the listeners that are listening to this podcast um on both any day of the week but also on this friday that they might be listening lord um I pray that they will be in step with the Spirit, Lord, and that they will go out and be ambassadors for you and advocates for you, Lord. Um, I pray that the Holy Spirit fills them, Lord, and that they uh, can go out and be the hands and feet of you preaching to all of uh, the nations and both those in close proximity. Um, And then just, Lord, I pray just right on the other side of the recording studio for just all the names on the board that are people that... um, people have thought about that just want to um, accept uh, you as their God, Lord. I just pray that you will open their hearts like we saw in um, Acts, Lord, and that their hearts will be ready for those believers to speak into their lives, Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name, so be it.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at We would love to hear from you.